Welcome to Layer 8 Podcast, hosted by Greg Sasso and Victor Coronazario, where technology and business strategies converge to support the most important layer, the IT users. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today's episode is The Job is Not Completed Until. And we're going to ask, has this ever happened to you? Uh, we're going to have a scenario here. Greg is going to play the CFO. So he thinks he knows about money. And then I will, <laughs> be, <offended. laughs> I will be playing the part of the manager. So go ahead, Greg. We're, we're having a meeting. All right. me, uh, tell me why, why, why I'm here. Hey, Victor. Um, we've been looking at the money, and I need you to reduce your IT cost. Uh, what opportunities do you see that you can reduce costs and streamline your staff? Uh, man, I don't know if we can do it. We're slammed. We have, uh, we're thin on staff. Uh, maybe I could go back and look at our reports to see what we can reduce in terms of servers and uh, services. Okay, how do you know that you're you're busy? Well, and seen. <laughs> and that is the question. <laughs> and that's the problem, right? So what we're going to talk about, the, the title is the job is not completed until you document it. This is very important. And a lot of IT managers have issues getting their techs to document their tickets or the systems that they change in configuration after they're done. And uh, at least to me, Greg, just from the technician side, it seems petty or capricious. Like you're trying to, like you're the overlord trying to just look over everything they do. But I think they don't understand that sometimes their jobs depend on it. Yeah, this, this has been an issue for me for years and it's always a difficult one. Because as a tech, you know, you're swamped. You're just trying to get these calls answered and be finished. And it seems like, you know, I just fixed the problem. Why do I have to write the stuff I just did down? And like you were saying that people don't understand that when you report up, if I say, hey, I've got a team of whether it's one or 10 people, I need to know what they're doing. And for multiple reasons, one from the business side, so they understand what's happening. And then you get into the, also the analytics of the data. And it's also, though, just to report up. I need to know what my techs are doing and, and justify, not just to justify, but also to plan for the future growth. So we understand what's going on in IT. I kind of right. rambled that on, but. Oh, no, that's fine. And then from the, the, the person that's in charge of the IT function, which is sometimes not an IT person necessarily, at least to the people that we're talking to, mid-sized companies and small companies, then to them, that's something, uh, minuscule, right? That's something petty, but what they don't understand is that all that stuff also rolls up to them in terms of uh, reports with opportunities for training, right? Mm -hmm. Opportunities to streamline uh, systems because maybe we get the same ticket on the same thing. <clears throat> Looking at business processes that use these systems as well, those type of opportunities are there if our technicians and we ourselves as managers do our jobs and roll up reports that actually make sense. But to do that, one big piece is documentation. Yeah, and I can, I mean, we can both go into like a thousand examples. I just remember one was when we um, both worked at this one firm, it was actually before you started. And as soon as I got there, you know, I was getting calls in and it was these people having the same, same people in the first week kept calling me. And I started to realize as I was writing stuff down then, cause I didn't have a help desk system, I was using Excel. I realized that the same people are calling with the same issues every week. And when I analyzed it, this shows you how old I am. Um, it was Windows 95 installed on their machines. Mm. And I think Windows 2000 was the next version. I can't remember now. But uh, you, you had 98, but that doesn't really count. 
<laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I realized, okay, I'm going to take, I went in the next weekend, upgraded the five machines and guess what? That next week I didn't get any calls. So right. with the analytics of that data, I actually saved myself time by fixing the underlying issue, not just the machine laptop. Again, it was because of the old software, it needed to be updated. And that helps the techs. It's not just that oversight management from the people where they're just like, I'm not going to do this. Right. Well, and things have evolved from then, you know, we have the cell phone, the the wheel. <laughs> no, but uh, what I was going to say was that there are systems now that people are actually that have bought for help desk management that do all of this stuff automatically. In fact, yeah. even if you don't know anything about IT managing IT management, you would probably learn IT management by following what they're trying to do with the modules of the help desk system you bought. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yes. and, and uh, we can mention some, but they're not giving us any money for sponsorships. So no, <laughs> but <laughs> one thing I tell you, like the major players, all of them, uh, even the free versions of some of these pieces of software have this information. I mean, I'm testing one now that has a service catalog, even that there's yeah. others that you pay for that don't have it. I, I'm actually, and I was going to ask you this because, because you're more of a hard ass than I am in terms of this. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I think, one thing I like that they're doing now is gamifying the uh, the help desk systems. You know what I mean by no. gamifying? So, so kind of like what the same thing that Facebook does and LinkedIn does. You know, when you first log in, if you haven't filled out all the information, it tells you, "Ah, oh, you're almost done with your profile. You're an yes. all star okay. if you fill yeah. it all out." You know, yeah. that's that's gamifying. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's them thinking about their audience and saying, "Oh, these people that log into LinkedIn, for example." Our business people, salespeople, they're competitive. They're type A. We yeah. put any challenge in front of them. They're going to finish it even if we don't give them money. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So if we look at a way to do that with the technicians, uh, even if your system doesn't have it, figure out something, right? Like, you know, you, you already buy pizza every once in a while for your techs if you're a good manager, right? Or whatever, right? You do brown bags or what have you. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get them a, a ten dollar card every month. Whoever gets the better score in, in 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 whatever system, or you tie it to their evaluations too, mm -hmm. meaning that okay, the the people that fill out the most. I mean, obviously, you still have to do QA, right? You don't want people filling out crap. Yeah. Um, the, the fills out the best in whatever categories you want. Puts in their time all the time, all that stuff. Gets a certain interim prize every month or every quarter. And then at the end of the year, that also gets tied to their evaluation. There are yeah, help desk systems that do that now. I, I think that's important. I mean, I'm all for that, rewarding people. But it's, you know, I always go in and when you're starting with whether it's a new company, existing company you're working at, explain the reason you're doing something. It's not just because I said so. It's this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. We need this kind of data out of it. Um, but at some point after that, even if they don't get it, don't care at that point. You need the data in there. I need that. That's my job as the manager director, CIO, whatever, to gather this information and use it. If you don't get that, you're really not helping. Even if you're closing tickets, you're not helping me because I can't see anything. Right. It's also for the people that do spend, I, I've worked places where the technician, I know was working on a ticket. I walked by for like three hours. They were working on a problem. I go back and look at the ticket and there's like four words on it. Right. And I'm like, he's like, well, I completed. I put completed. But what did you do that took four hours? I mean, I'm not, I know you were working on it, but I need to understand this. Was it a training issue? Was it, you know, what can I have done? And also what would have happened if you were out sick the next day and I needed to step in? I had no point of reference of where to start. Right. And there's well, nothing I hate more as a user 
when I call up a helpline that they ask me like the same questions that the person before just asked me and I gave it to them. Well, and this is very important that you mentioned that. Uh, if I'm a, an employee of company X and I call the, the, help, desk, uh, the help desk and I, and I ask them to do something for me that I know they have done before, if they don't know how to do it, I don't care that this person that I'm talking to today is a new person. To me, the help desk is one thing, one yes. blob. So it doesn't become that blob in terms of organizational knowledge if you don't document what you do. If you're better than everybody else at doing what you do and you don't document it, you're still worthless to me. <laughs> you know? Because well, I mean, wow. I mean, you you're are. Worthless, but what? I, not I not as a human being. <laughs> not as a human being. As a tech. Because part of your job is that. I, I, I put this example in an article that I wrote because a friend of mine, uh, actually, I can't take credit for it. A friend of mine said it. It's like, if a cop arrests somebody for murder and doesn't do the paperwork, that person goes off, scot-free, right? The judge is going to be like, where's the evidence? Where's this? How did you, you know, yeah. do, gather the evidence, all that stuff? So what that correlates to what we're talking about is you do a great job. You're, you're a freaking genius, right? You fixed it in like five seconds. You knew what it was. You don't document it. You go on vacation. That thing happens again because maybe you miss one little thing. Now I have to re-troubleshoot everything that you did. Yeah. That's a waste of time. That's, they used to call that back in the day job security, but that's crap. We know everybody's replaceable. Yeah. So if I'm your manager, in fact, if I'm your manager and, 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 and that is your attitude and you think you're irreplaceable, you're wrong. You I'll go, go through the pain of have, having to handle it myself or retrain my mm -hmm. other people and letting you go. Well, it's really nowadays, it's, I think it's the reverse, Victor. It's you're irreplaceable if you do that because it's hard to find people to do that. Right. And, and that's such a vital skill. And again, it's, you know, yeah, we've been talking about it for a few minutes now and people are like, well, what does it really matter? And it does. And it's, it's like you said, is it's the difference between systems being up in a matter of minutes to possibly hours or days of downtime that were needless. Because forget the fact that if the system, if it happened before, if we had it in the help desk, we might see trends to prevent it from happening in the future. Which is another thing. Yeah, if we don't document this set this time, and let's say you're working there and then you leave and you didn't document, and I'm working there and I leave and I didn't document, and the third person comes in and they leave, and they leave, the company knows we've had the same issue. Why does it keep happening? Right. Meanwhile, the, th the person that's there now doesn't know that. They just started. Right. And it's a complete mystery. And, and probably the person that's there could see your notes also and improve on it, right? Yeah. They can look at him and go like, hey, Greg, why don't you jump to step five? Because remember, you and I, let's say we were the senior techs. You and I started a long time ago. And although that gives us an advantage because we know how things work in the underlayers, at the same time, there's a lot of shortcuts that I know like a 25-year-old tech could teach me, Yeah. right? So if I tell him I'm doing this and this is why, and he or she says, you know, you could jump here. And I analyze it and I go like, you know what? My other steps don't get hurt. Like it, it doesn't hurt eliminating do those it. steps. Let's go and move forward. But one of the things I wanted to mention to, well, on the tech side, I, I think we've explained enough, like why they should do it, you know, for, uh, knowledge transfer, also, opportunities for training for them. Mm -hmm. This is very important. If you work for a good manager, they're not going to punish you for making a mistake if they didn't train you, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, if I hired you and, you're, and you said you're an MCSE, I expect you to know that, right? There's but, a basic of skill sets, yeah. Yeah, there's other things that keep evolving and changing all the time in IT. So 
we install a new system. I didn't train you on it. You're working on it. You made a mistake. Okay, that's an opportunity for me to train you and make you better if you're a good technician. So knowledge transfer, that. Also opportunities to train uh, personnel in the company so you don't keep getting those same help desk calls as well. Yeah. So that on your side is that. On, on the management side, for me to roll up reports to our managers, in, in terms of resources, uh, first is that, like, okay, I have these resources. I need them. Yes, I can make them more efficient, but I still need them. And in yeah. fact, even if I can make them more efficient to the point that they're taking less help desk calls, now I get them to be proactive and work on that new division you know, process that you're trying to do. I'm going to have them working with you on that to develop it well. Well, so I'm, I'm still not going to fire them, but I'm oh, going to find yet. a way for, to, for, to make you money, the business unit money. Well, I've always said in that, you know, once you start documenting your time, the goal is to reduce the help desk calls. Right. Because if always. you're being proactive, the call should come down. And like you said, that's not that you get rid of these people if they're good. That's when you find better things for them to do. Because, right. you know, I don't know, let's say, you know, resetting printers or installing printers or doing password resets. Yeah, it has to be done. But that's not, there's no skill set there. One is people don't want to do that. It's boring work. It's necessary, but boring. Um, you're not going to retain those kind of people because they're going to get bored of that kind of work again. Um, right. But like you said, I'd rather use their skill sets to do projects like you said that are going to help make the company money. Right, right. And then uh, on the manager side as well, we can also show them what the system is really doing for their business processes and, you know, hence, you know, their, what, what do you call that? The, 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 the chain, basically the, the service chain where, mm. you know, you, you start with the raw product or service or whatever and you deliver it. The workflow. Yeah. The work, the workflows that pretty much bring you, bring you money. Yeah. So that's the also, report that makes also, sense it, to them. It also identifies training opportunities for the end users. Right. Because if you get someone calling in and let's say we classify this as a training ticket and it's over and over again, like, listen, this software that we just got, has got all these calls in. Yeah, we train, but I think we need to retrain because people aren't understanding. They're not calling in with technical problems. They're calling in with how do I call up problems. Right. And the help desk is a great system to identify that and pass it off to your training group or just say, let's get them retrained because that time wasted is expensive because yeah. you know as well as I, when someone finally calls IT and they have a question like that, they've probably been sitting there for a while. <laughs> they don't want to call them. They're embarrassed. They're trying to figure out themselves. Meanwhile, I'd rather it just be like, call up, let us get the answer, let us get you the training and go from there. Yeah. Well, because also sometimes they're, they're trying to use it a certain way because it just doesn't make sense for the business workflow. And then that's an opportunity there too, to go back yeah. to the business unit and say, you know what? We need to reconfigure the system because out of the 10 users that use this, eight call all the time saying it doesn't work the way they want it. So yeah. let's change it, right? Yeah. That also uh, shows that maybe when we did the needs analysis, you know, there's so many things that you can get from this. The needs analysis might not have been done right or didn't include the right people. So on the next project, like you were going to, we can then include them. Hey, you're good. We need you on this next project to do this with us. Yeah, yeah. You know, because to tell you the truth to me, eventually what, what IT should be is the, the core group and then representatives in business units in a way. People that kind of have a part-time job with, you know, relaying to IT. Like a business units. analyst slash IT analyst role. Yeah, or you know, if you're if you're an if you're an, if you're an accountant, let's say, or maybe maybe a lawyer is not a good one, but an accountant or a construction person, a developer, you know, and you're in a certain business unit, uh, you know, just doing your role. If you are point of contact for that business unit, meaning that when we when we're looking for needs, we go to you, right? Mm -hmm. Then at the same time, 
you're the expert that, that what they call the SME, you know, the, yeah, subject, the subject matter, matter expert, expert yeah. on a certain app that's the core app for your group. Yeah. Then that is easier also to communicate with. And, and the reason I mentioned this is because that only can happen if we document well. That type of that type of flow can only happen if you document well from our side. That's not their responsibility. Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, that can only happen if you document. If you don't document, that does not happen. And also, documentation definitely is also good for when you're bringing in a new system. Right? Yes. Imagine an RFP, which we're doing a couple now, an RFP where you, you don't just tell the person, these are the requirements, this is all this stuff. Uh, this is my system map, and, and this is how it maps to the, to, the, to the workflows that we're trying to fix with your software. And these are the problems that we've been having with this workflow and with the systems that connect to that other thing that, that, that you're going to present to us. And these are the scenarios that we want. Now go. You can't do that without documenting help desk tickets, which includes just system configuration, reconfiguration without a user request or user requests. Well, I think the thing you missed there, Victor, the important thing to the business was without that documentation in place, when the company comes in, if you're hiring a consultant to come in, they're going to have to charge you for discovery time. Yeah. And we all know consultants are expensive. So right. if you can just hand them something that cuts out all the discovery and know that it's up to date and accurate, the even if the consultant says they still want to do it, they don't need to. You got all the data for them right there. There might be a small amount of discovery, but the bulk of it's already here. So the time that's spent up front is going to, and that you spend paying the text to do it, is vital on so many different levels. But when it comes down to it, it's about money, and that's why it's important. Well, so in the end, and I'll give us a plug. One of the symptoms of uh, an IT department maybe not running too well, maybe they're taking they're taking care of stuff, but you as the uh, department head or the, or the person in charge of that function are a little worried about that you don't know what's going on there and you don't know if you're really getting your money's worth. One of the symptoms that you could check real quick is checking documentation, checking documentation on tickets and stuff like that. If they're not doing that, they're not following our advice, but definitely they're not following just standards like ITIL. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that anybody could check, right? You go into tickets and they're five days old, haven't been touched, or like you said, <laughs> ticket... Fixed it. <laughs> that's it. That's a problem. Yeah. That that is definitely that that is definitely a symptom of you know the the, the genesis of, of of a bigger problem down the line. But I think the problem there, Victor, like we always like to give the benefit out. That's not a technical problem. That's not the technician's problem. That's a management problem. Oh no, no, of course. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. An IT department being run well, right? And, and yeah. that's what that's what we help with also as a little yeah. plug there too. Oh, geez, you sounded so corny. <laughs> anyway, that's good. I want people to call us for this. Uh, but anyway, that's all I had to say about that in terms of venting. <laughs> How about you? I think that's it. We covered pretty much everything there. Well, and, and to tell folks, uh, really, I think you, you should visit both our websites. Mine is www.storecommunitynetwork.com slash SCN technology. And yours, Greg? Mine is www.prometheusconsultingllc.com. You can also subscribe to our great podcast. It's layer eight. The eight is spelled out. It's a word. And uh, you can do it in iTunes, right? All right. So um, that's it for us today. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Layer 8 Podcast. You can 
visit us at soarcommunitynetwork.com slash scntechnology or prometheusconsultingllc.com. You could also find us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Talk to you on the next episode.